We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, part two of the 2021 Fantasy Golf Draft. You missed part one. Give your fucking head a shake, pal, and go check it out right now up on the Mayo Media Network YouTube channel or on the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Same players, but we're already through four rounds. we got another four rounds to go. If this is the first one you're tuning into, I want to recommend that you smash the like button to the video and tell me your favorite player who was not drafted in this draft in the comment section. Also, become a member at FantasyNational.com right now for all the stats, all the tools to get yourself ready. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo will get you a discount, and you probably want to play in the Fantasy Golf Championships, the giant one-and-done tournament for the year, the race for the Mayo Cup. $100 to play, five max entry, and get this, $300,000 of guaranteed money. Spots are going to fly off for this. So you need to get in incredibly early because it starts at the Sony Open, but uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be filled before then. So fantasygolfchampionship.com to get into that right now. Go get your spot and get ready for, I mean, it's $100 for the year of golf. So it's pretty, it's like two bucks a week when you really come down to it. But I believe it's $30,000 in the first place, $300,000 overall. Very flat payout structure. Once again, fantasygolfchampionship.com to go play in that now. Jeff Feinberg is still in studio with me. You feeling good about your team so far? I don't... I think I have done as good as I can for my position. Blame it on the position. I don't know how I'm going to keep up with some of these teams that are being carried by um, a couple super elites. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. Remember everyone out there to, again, sub to Mayo Media Network on YouTube. And for everyone who is on this show, you can find their Twitter handles and podcasts in the description of this video and podcast. Go subscribe to their shows, rate and review five stars if you're listening to the audio version. It literally takes like three fucking seconds. So please help us out. It's all we ask for. They're all free shows. I don't know if Ross's is free or not, but mine's free. Everyone else's is free besides potentially. Ben, is your is your show free? Yep, in front of the wall. There we go. Ben Raza has the first pick here. He was last year's winner. So far, he has John Rom, Patrick Cantley, Tony Finau, and Adam Scott. He has a free show, which you can go subscribe to on awesomeho.com. Who are you picking? Number five. Oh, man. I'm, so I have two totally different uh, kind of ideologies here. I have one guy who I think is pretty safe and one guy who most people may not even know if he's on the tour. I'm not sure he's on the tour at this point. Probably going to go with safety. I'm going to go with Billy Ho. Uh, I don't like him, but he kind of just does his thing. Plays a bunch of events, gets in enough uh, where he's in contention, can get crazy hot with the putter. And and he has some swings. You know, he's not the type of guy that all year is going to get it done, but he has specific areas, particularly uh, when we get to Bermuda, where I think he can do enough to just hold it steady and let my other players do the heavy lifting. 
All right. Very interesting. Is my pick next? I so far have drafted Justin Thomas, Sung J.M., Daniel Hauserberger, and Bubba Watson. I, with my pick, what do you got, COVID over there? You all right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm not one to take, um, take the easy way out here and take my hometown type person, but I'm going with a Canadian. I think Corey Connors has a really big year. I was looking back on it, just flying through <laughs> fantasynational.com. Uh, over the 2020 calendar year, Justin or Colin Morikawa was number one in strokes game ball striking. Justin Thomas was number two in strokes game ball striking. Corey Connors was number three, tied with Bryson DeChambeau in strokes gained ball striking for the year. I mean, I'm piling up a team of really good putters through my first three picks and then the worst possible putters that you can have with my next two, but... All it needs to do is break for him two or three times this year. I think it's consistent enough, and he plays in enough of these like scrubbier events that he's going to have a shot at winning at Valspar or in Houston, or actually Houston's not on this schedule, but at Heritage, like these type of places where you know good ball striking can be overcome with you know two or three strokes gained putting in a week. Uh, Sky, I'm going to throw it to you. Is this way too high for Corey Connors? Nope. I think I, in your exact spot, I would have just because that ball striking is so late presents the upside across anybody. So no, I, I'm completely on board with your Canadian boy. Uh, Rick, this guy's new to the show. He has to agree with me on this stuff to not make himself like not want to come back. You can tell me this is a bad pick. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad pick. Uh, I, I don't even think he's the best Canadian available, Pat. I think how dare another you? Canadian how dare you? Here. You're not talking um, about the guy that makes every fucking 50 foot putt, are you? Uh, the guy never who stops, doesn't make right? the five foot putt. Yeah, I'd rather have the guy who doesn't make the five foot putt. All right. <laughs> uh, they'll be battling it. It's an Olympic year. They'll be battling it out for uh, Adam Hadwin also lurking for for one of those spots. I like Connors a lot. I thought he got a bit of a raw break with COVID in the sense that the events that I think he could absolutely peak at were canceled, or when we came back from COVID, those events that he might have been one of the better players in. Um, those fields were so stacked out of COVID. Uh, like, where were we? Uh, Colonial out of the gate. Like, a lot of places that I thought set up perfectly for Corey. Only the very, very best players out of COVID were winning the golf tournaments. They were stacking fields at events that aren't normally stacked because everyone wanted to play. Well, I believe, well, he got himself into the Masters next year by his finish at the Masters this year, which was nice. Uh, he's not in all of the WGCs yet, but he should end up being there. Like, he has to play, play well at the Sony Open. He should crack the top 50. He's number 54th in the world right now. So if he gets into all of those, that's guaranteed money. Um, and I just like his consistency. I think he's going to be a really good player. But Jeff Ulrich, your pick is up next. Also, tell everyone where they can watch your videos and uh, read all your work right now. Yeah, no, I definitely uh, am over at Osmo with Ben on a free show on Mondays and uh, do a lot of work for DK Nation as well, DraftKings uh, itself. So just go to the DK page, uh, download the DK Live app, all that stuff. We had weekly stuff going on. So appreciate that. You can just hit me up on Twitter at the Fantasy Ground. Uh, give me a follow. That, that's all I'm asking for. So uh, I went safe with my last pick, Pat. I'm going to go. Uh, this is probably going to feel like a reach to people, but uh, again, I just look at what's left right now and I, I just want upside. I'm going to go with Cameron Champ here. Um, give me the bombers. Give me the, give me the young guys who are hungry, man. Like these, the golf is, is it's a young, it's a 20 early 20 year old sport right now. Uh, all these guys are coming up. They want to play Cameron Chap T19 in his first masters was in contention at the PGA. I think the guy just keeps winning. Uh, he's too much talent. And, uh, like I said, I probably could have got him maybe in the next round, but I, I think he's got the most upside of who's on the board. That gives you Bryson Wolf, Scheffler, answer and Cameron champ. The team right after you has selected, this is Matthew Wiley's team, by the way, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Hideki Matsuyama, and Ricky Fowler. So this, Spieth oh, is obviously so the pick. Good. Spieth is definitely the pick here. Uh, no, Pat, it's not. Thank you. But I will, uh, I will say that I do like, I was going to say something nice to you, Pat. Oh. I do like your pick of Corey Connors. I don't think he's the best Canadian either. I think Jason Kokrak is the best Canadian. He just refuses to admit he is Canadian. But where was he born, Pat? North Bay, Ontario. You got it. Okay. Has Cam Smith been taken, by the way? Nope. No, he's not. <laughs> well, when Jeff Ulrich mentioned the word Cam, I thought, oh, he's coming off the board. But the wrong Cam. 
I cannot believe Cam Smith is available. This is the greatest draft of my lifetime. He is what top ten right now in the money list. Hold on, hold on. You don't get retroactive credit. For I the know. Money already won. <laughs> this is listen, listen, Captain Data's. You always talk about data looking retrospectively and for projecting. So I'm saying that because he's ninth in the money list, maybe that will carry forward next year. I like Cam, if you, okay, the Masters Cam Smith is the is the Cam Smith that you're going to get next year. You got a guy who just knows how to make shots creatively. He's going to compete in majors. Uh, he's going to finish top five again at the Masters. That may just make the money uh, for the year that I need. But he's he's just one of those guys who is competitive and can win. There are just guys who cannot, and there are guys who can. Cam Smith, at at what pick is this? Fourth for me? Fifth. Fifth? Fifth. Is a steal in the fifth round. He had a really – No, Rick? Rick? Gaiman? Is that a no, you can't believe it? <laughs> I just – no, I mean, it's fine. I just love that you think that the stars have a line for every single one of your picks <laughs> that have dropped in here. <laughs> Let's do a quick round table. Who, who would rather have Camp or Cam Smith? Like, which Cam would you rather have? Because I'm actually interested in people. Cam Davis. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> of course Ben drags And by the way, and by the way, Pat, since you didn't ask, yes, all of my stuff is paywalled next year. In fact, Twitter <laughs> paywall too. So everyone who goes follows me on Twitter has to pay me. Well, here's the thing with everything. We'll, we'll get to the round table here for a second. Who's the best cam going? But you have to remember about Wiley. He has this persona that's free that you can get on Twitter. You can subscribe to the Golflandia yeah. podcast. Who would pay for this shit? Uh, well, I heard your parlor presence is pretty good. <laughs> I have a parlor presence? Yeah, I heard that's paywalled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, jump on parlor. <laughs> So who like you took Cam Smith? Do you think Cam Smith is yeah. actually better than Cam Champ? Uh, do I think Cam Smith is better than Cam Champ? Um, I think it's close. I uh, I think it's close. I I don't dis Cam Champ and Cam Smith were literally neck and neck on my list here, and so I probably would have taken Champ next. Um, I like Cam Smith better. I've just followed him. You know, uh, before he really came over here on tour, he's just—he's just that guy. He's just got—he's just got that swagger. I like the pick too. Like I—I I think they're really close. Thank you, that. Jeff. I, 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 Not I Rick. Look, I love Cam Smith. He won the Sony Open for me last year. But I'm just That's interested right. in other people's opinions of it. Was uh, Rick? Are you like a Cam Percy type of guy? Yeah, definitely Cam Percy, my Australian. Um, it's—I think it's Cam Smith here, right? I mean, the the way he played at the president's cup, the way that those guys came off the president's cup was, was unbelievable. They showed a lot of moxie. Camp Smith played great. I just think he's in a different closing ability than, than camp champ is. All right. Skylar Hoke, FTNDaily.com. That's some paywalled stuff that you can get behind there. Oh, you got some stuff out in front of everything as well in terms of a lot of Euro stuff too. Plus the PGA, you have only taken European <laughs> so far. You have Rory McIlroy, big Dick Vic, Tyrrell Hatton and Matthew Fitzpatrick, which leads me to who's the next highest rank Yeho that's out there. You're going with it. you're going with Victor Perez? No, there's someone else. Oh no, I can't do it. I really I, I thought Ulrich was gonna go with, with his man Louie and leave me at this spot to debate it. I, I don't know if I can take the risk on after you, you know, shot me worried on um, the amount of stars these guys could get. I think, and I thought Wiley actually took him with his last pick to open it up, but I think Kokrak um, here in the fifth round for me and what we saw at that midsummer stretch, getting his win in Vegas, um, you know, is, is to me the, the pick here. So I'm going to land on Kokrak. Really confused about Kokrak. Jeff, you're picking next. Like, is this the, is this the best he's ever going to be? That's my worry with Kokrak, that it's only downhill from here. He ha he finally got his win after years on tour. He's been sort of a simulator and stats darling for years, but he finally made a few putts, and he ended up winning. That is this the peak for him? Like, Is he ever going to contend at a major? I like Kokrak. He wasn't really on my radar here. So, with so the pick. answer is no. This is the peak for him, at least in your mind, if he wasn't on your radar. I, there's just a couple guys I'm looking at with this pick. I, I have no issues there it was one of the more impressive wins of the season in in that in my opinion his win at it was cj cup was he was the worst player to win a very strong field out of the restart 
like since we came back in that restart, when when the big names showed up, only really good players won those tournaments. He was the biggest outlier win to me of um, a strong, strong field event. Are you saying that the Bermuda Championship with Brian Gay winning was not the strongest field of the year? No, but I, I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an opinion on Kokrak. I, I'm Raza, Jason Kokrak, best he's ever going to be. Yeah, I would hope so. Um, <laughs> not Kokrak guy. He's. I guess made strides, you know, when you turn like 45 in golf, then you finally find your form. I don't, I have trouble with guys that I have a long body of work with that have been one way and then they make a jump. Uh, so if he can continue this, it's kind of like Harris English in some ways. He fantastic, but I, I just don't know exactly how good he truly is. See, Ben I, is an ageist. I just made a note of that. It, it's, <laughs> it's funny because like the Harris English thing is odd because he was good and then he wasn't good. Now he's good again. It seems more believable that this could be his baseline. Could Harris English sort of have a second half of his career like Matt Kuchar? Yeah. Is, I mean, I, they just won together something late. And that's a coincidence. But right, wasn't Kuchar like good, like really young? And then he completely went away again and then sort of gained some form, won a player's championship and had this great rebirth of a t- top 10 lifestyle with pretty much pretty decent win equity. See, I would say that like, Steve Stricker is in that category yeah. too, who was good when he was younger, just completely went away for five, six years, came back, and he was good again all of a sudden. That you can get it back. I mean, Stenson's the extreme of that. Yeah, but Stenson lost all his money in a Ponzi scheme. No, but he's the extreme of like being really good, going away, then coming back and pretty much winning everything, including a major. Which should lead you to your next pick. Are you taking him? It's your pick. So far, you have Morikawa, Reed, Fleetwood, and Neiman. I don't know who Are you're we swinging back to? up. That I should be taking. I'm just curious who you're taking. Um, I'm debating two veteran golfers at this moment. And it's for me, it's between Louie and Casey. And I'm picking Paul Casey. Paul C. I was looking over his results last year. When it's bad, it's like last place. But there's a there's a run of 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 decent results. You hope there could be a breakthrough, but a second place at a WGC might be good enough. When you say that out loud, Louie might have been should have been the pick because he's probably more likely to get you a second place in a huge event. But I'm going with uh, Casey. Well, Rick, was that going to be one of your two picks here at the turn to go with Webb, Xander, English, and Zalatoris? Because I feel like there's two guys. There was three guys that almost fit that exact mold that you could take the next two if you wanted to. Yeah, uh, Jeff Jeff and I are good next to each other because I don't think I'm, I think we're working off different lists here. Um, <laughs> I, that's bad for me because I don't think I'm the smarter one in the room. <laughs> well, it, it, I mean, it is interesting, right? I, we could all be working off different lists and and uh, there's, there's guys that I have in mind right now that I might be able to get in the seventh or eighth round, but um, I'm going to roll with Doc Redman here in the fifth. Um, another one of these young guys, he's kind of in an awkward spot in the official world golf rank. Right. There's some events he plays like Bermuda, where he's one of the top five players there, and then he doesn't get into the WGC. So if he has a good start to 2020, get himself inside, you know, the top 50, 60 of the world rankings, we're going to see him a lot more, which is kind of nice. So I'll take Doc at five. Um, And man, I might get skewered for this with with six, but I think it's time. I'll I'll take Spieth here. Um, Uh, That's why I thought Jeff was. that's, That's why I was trying to bait Jeff into taking. And I just think that the the rumors of him working with Butch Harmon are getting louder and louder. Uh, I think we're at the point of significant change. And 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 of these guys here, right? We're what I don't know, fifty guys in, or maybe forty guys in. It's like who's going to have a higher ceiling if they put it all together, right? Do I want to go with a Mackenzie Hughes, or do I want to go with a Jordan Spieth and just try Tiger to take Woods. take a high ceiling guy? So or Tiger Woods, yeah, might win, might win Augusta. So um, I'll go, I'll go Redmond and, and Spieth for my two. All right, that's an eclectic mix of two guys. I mean, Redmond, yeah. we didn't even throw into that young player conversation. He doesn't belong there yet. That's but he not could, fair. but he could though. Yeah, Wait, fine, what, does but... Will Zalatoris belong there? Does no. Scotty Scheffler really belong there? No. But I like Redmond. I bet him quite a bit um, in this like really late stage of the year, like a lot of people thinking it could be there, and I wouldn't be surprised. And he's going to play a ton. And all those events where he plays well in those really shitty fields. So Rick's on uh, to something. But it is me again. It's up to you. So I'm debating two players, one of which definitely not a secret, 
one of which may be more of a secret and everyone could be working off their own lists, could be more likely to go away. Um, you, I thought this is where you might have gone when you were preambling your Bubba pick. I'm sort of, I think, leaning on maybe the same vibe. Give me Jason Day. That was one of the players <sighs> I was talking about to go with Paul Casey. Like, there's a certain like range of players yeah. that if you're gonna like, if you're gonna be good at majors, like and high end WGCs like six times a year, hey, he puts well enough that he can win two of those. Realistically, yeah, we saw some real life late in the season. There were some like we weren't able to piggyback things. Sort of like Bubba, there was some steam coming. Um, in for him for the Masters, as we kind of joked, Pat, like when me and you first started doing this show. He was the favorite. He would have probably been the favorite to be like, um, win the most majors over the next five years or something. When me and you first got together, obviously we're not there anymore, but I don't even remember the event, but he was just, he's been trending up. You can only hope he's healthy. I don't, I don't know. I'm taking a talent play if it works out, a rejuvenation. I got nervous about how I was thinking because someone just before I picked said it's only like about 20-year-olds now, and that's where I'm looking. Maybe it's, it's I wanted Jason Day so bad, Jeff. Well, maybe it's that attitude that left me with some pretty good player, like veteran players at this point. Yeah. Wiley, you wanted Day, Wiley? Yes, big time. I'm, I'm rolling the dice on injured, you know, Hall of Fame guys or guys who may not play or... I mean, he still played, what, 17, 18 events last year. Uh, he's he's going to compete in majors. His short game's good enough to compete at difficult courses. I think it's great value. Good pick. Well, well I, I, I mean, the withdraws don't really hurt me unless he's contending. Which he did. I think it was, oh. was it the CJ Cup where he did that? Yeah. Uh, he was yeah. in the top 10 on Sunday. He was in the final group. <laughs> disregard that Skyler it is your pick so you can take Wiley's next pick too and just have him like have a meltdown it'd be great oh, <laughs> we'll see he's been loving every pick that falls into his lap but um, for for a guy if I'm now going to go uh, with a PGA Tour regular someone who tees it up often in some of these shorter courses and ends up being 28 to 33 to 40 to 1 at the longest for these, um, this ain't no hobby for him. I will go with Kevin Kisner. Yeah. Ah, the Kiz. I thought I thought you were going to go with the other K on the board, but obviously not. Another the other guy. K. Well, the other guy. Uh, the, the other. Ooh, oh, I think I, I think I know who you'd want. Yeah, Kevin Na. No, I was going to say Matt Kuchar, but I, I just don't know what happened. Oh, okay, okay. I think you want another Kevin. No, I'll go with Kiz. You're going to say Kiz is like the young Kucher at this point, although he's not all that young. Um, and the Tour Junkies actually just did a really good podcast with Kevin Kisner. I recommend that people go check that out. Wiley, it's back to you. Did you want Kisner right, too? We, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no. I, uh, I, Jeff knows exactly where I'm going with this. If we are, if we're sort of mind melded right now, it was between this guy and Jason Day, so I get I get my second choice. But I'm going. Is Paul Casey been taken yet? I yeah. have to ask this every time. Yeah, Jeff took him. Yeah. <laughs> what? I took Casey <laughs> and, and Day belt. with my two with my two All last right. picks. I forgot the snake draft rule, and I stroked out. I apologize. <laughs> Crap! That just messes my whole segment up. <laughs> okay. There's another veteran there who doesn't. Uh, yeah, there's another veteran. Yeah, I talked about him. I think everyone's scared of his hip injury. Yeah. Maybe I should be too. Go with it. Maybe I should start getting a little sporty now. Stop just taking guys who are comfortable. Um, there are two I could talk about for Telly and Munoz, yeah. right? A little. I think I could maybe get them in the next round, though. I'm just looking at my eye reactions. Ben looks a little excited. Uh, but you said for Telly, Ben's very excited. Yeah, for Telly's right in my wheelhouse. See, I think I think for Telly is um, going to play a ton of. At events, he's he's put on 20, 30 pounds. He hits, he's going to be top 10, 15, 20 driving on tour. And uh, he's just got that same moxie that I think Cam Smith has. I'm going to go for Telly. Uh, I think he gets a win next year, and he just plays a lot of volume, and I think he's only going to get better. Jeff Ulrich, sorry, not you. He takes South, Matt takes a South African, leaving South Africans for you. Are you going to do it? I, I got it, man. I got to take Louie at this point. Yeah. I mean, it's, I wanted Jason Day, too, if I'm being honest, but I'll take the poor man's Jason Day. Basically plays well wherever Jason Day plays well, too. So, you know, 
Uh, I was really hoping one of you guys would, you know, be the sucker this year, but I'll, I'll just take him. He's standing there. I haven't taken an old bet yet. So it's my old bet pick. Uh, you only Louis. need a second place in a WGC yeah, exactly. and everything and else. It's actually comes really with not it. that bad a pick here. And like, realistically at some point, this fucker's got to win. In the US. <laughs> <laughs> I love that rationale. That, that should be your article. Just have two sentences. Every week, if you go to DK Nation, it's my article every week. So. At some point, this fucker has to win. Sign Jeff. Yeah, well, I mean, you, right. could, you, you could have just built your entire team that way. Like, why not take Ben Ann? <laughs> right. Oh, but no one's <laughs> taken him yet, by the way. A few rounds Hopefully. left. Uh, <laughs> so my team right now, Thomas M. Burger Bubba. I took Corey Connors, which I think is an excellent pick. And your face, Rick. I'm the one who's deciding whether picks are good or not, and this is my good pick. Um, Wiley keeps, like, throwing it out there, and I've had him on my list, and where Wiley can't see me, that he doesn't know my reaction every time he brought up his name, but I'm going to take Gary Woodland with this pick. I, I think that he's going to rebound very nicely, and you know, he's someone who's right now 39th in the world. Like, you got Nah and Westwood, Lowry, Kuchar, Tiger, all in that kind of range. Like, I think that Woodland has by far the most upside of those guys. So that's Wait, who I'm did going. Wiley pick? Sorry. Telly. Oh, right, yes. <laughs> uh, so Raza, I'm back to back picks for you. All right. Uh, this is either going to make or break me or not do either because someone's already picked this guy. <laughs> I'm going to pick Justin Rose. Ooh. Does he still play golf? Oh, yeah, board. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, he's uh, in there. Part time golfer, right. ad man. He's on my team now. So. <laughs> his gold medal. Yeah, defends good. Go defend the medal. Do some things. Obviously, he had a bad year, but he's another one. Uh, I'm kind of putting him in the Louis bucket, that type of bucket. Not going to be a ton of volume, but he gets in big events. He's got some pedigree. He had a horrible year. I think he'll be better. Now, this pick could get a little dangerously insane. This is going to, if I if I do somehow repeat, it's going to be because of this guy. And when I finish dead last, it's going to be because of this guy. I'm taking Mark Leishman. I don't know if he's hurt or not, but if he's not. I think this is one of the better value plays left. This guy, he's shown he can compete in big-time events. Now he's awful at the end of the year. Maybe he found something at the Masters. I have no idea. But just on long-term form, I'll gladly back him. He's going to get some opportunities if he's healthy. He was definitely on my list. Thought about him last time. Showed life before the Masters into the Masters. He's just a guy. Bad form is atrocious. Good form is Mark Leishman. He's won yep. Torrey Pines. That's where the freaking U.S. Open is. He's the defending champ there. And you'll, I like that pick a lot for where we are in the in in the in the sucker. You'll get you'll get your Bay Hill money out of him too. Yeah, you're, it's a good pick. It's, <laughs> he'll run cold, but when he runs hot, he he runs it. So yeah, it's up for it. Well, we only have two picks left. So do I go with like? Because last year I took like Snedeker in this spot, which is not fun having Brant Snedeker on your team. Like I get, there's like a Kevin Paul. Who are you saying? Sergio. You want mm-hmm. me to take Sergio? I don't know about that. I think I just want to roll yeah, the take dice. Sergio. I think I want to take roll Sergio. the dice on like some young guys here that you know I feel good about. There's some guys that might make the leap this year. So I'm gonna do that with do it with my all man. See Wu is still out there. He's due for a win. Hmm. Wiley brought up the name too. I mean, he keeps mentioning all the guys that I have written yeah, down I on my page. I didn't get Cameron Champ like I wanted because I thought Ulrich wouldn't take him. I'm gonna go with Munoz. Munoz is good. I believe that Munoz good is a pick. good player on the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. He's in the ma- and actually no, he won't be in the Masters next year. No, he will. He made it to the Tour Championship, so he's in everything. So I'll take Munoz uh, with my seventh round pick. Ulrich, you're up. Yeah, I like that pick. Um, getting tough here. I think I'm just gonna stick with my guy though. I mean, look, Russell Hanley. If you look at at long term, like. <laughs> Strokes gain T to green stats. I mean, it, it's like he's he's up there with like J- D- Dustin Johnson. I mean, uh, I, I like Russell Henley as a player. I'm gonna take him here. Uh, the only thing that sucks about it is he's he isn't Russell in Henley. those things yet. But I, I think that uh, he's playing so consistently. Like again, I mean, a, another poor man's version of like Webb Simpson at this point just comes, competes, competes everywhere. I'll take Henley. Wiley, I think my biggest takeaway from this show is that Russell Henley is basically Dustin Johnson, because that's what I just heard. Uh, is, it, is that my takeaway? That, that was what I just heard from Jeff Ulrich. Oh, yeah. Je- I like Jeff. Uh, he's had some interesting takes today. I- I'm not going to lie. I uh, Is it my pick now? It is your pick. Yes. 
it's amazing after seven rounds, I still don't know six rounds. I still don't know what I'm doing. I, I uh, this is very tough. Uh, all right. So I go one of three ways here. One guy who I want to wait till the next pick. So I'm not going to mention him. Adam Long is interesting. Uh, I like the Leishman pick. I think that was the final big value off the board. He's actually, he's actually made some money this year too. Should I just go Ben on for the crowd, just to play to the crowd? Yeah, I'm going to go Ben on for real this time. I'm going to do it for real. It <laughs> just doesn't sound good, but yeah, I'll do Ben on. All right, Scott. I want to root for him. Who doesn't want to root for him? He's he's gonna so, end, he's gonna end up winning something the week that right. none, none of us bet on him. He's gonna be like two hundred to one or something stupid like that, and he'll just eventually win. I'm an applause whore, so whatever. I'll take Ben on for the crowd. Skylar Hoke, your team. Rory, Vic, Hatton, <laughs> Fitz, Kokrak, and now Kisner. You might as well just take Matt Kuchar and round this out. <laughs> I'm debating here. This this one's tough. Um, I, I think. When you look at the odds boards for majors, um, you know, there's people that I, I think are the best, maybe full sample size to pull in the bottom money, but somebody who won a major last year, who is, or I guess in 2019, uh, won a major. We've picked a lot of old men off the, off the board here so far, and I'm surprised he, he's made it this deep into it. I know we're only getting probably eight, maybe 10 events out of him, but I mean, he, he can still do it with the best of them. I'm going to take Tiger. <sighs> Thank you for the roaring applause. <laughs> I hope it's a profitable pick. It was kind of like a guy I was just hoping to not take. I just kind of crossed him off my yeah. list. I just don't know if he play Like, even if he wins the Masters, he still might finish, like, 60th in money. Did he get to he got to East Lake when he won the Masters, correct? I believe so, yes. But East Lake doesn't count for this. Okay. Correct, correct. I'm just saying he was top thirty in the in the standings. I don't know. I mean, to get somebody who's gonna be twenty five to thirty to one at every major, I mean that's is that his correct odds? Probably not. Forty one, I think, were numbers we threw off for him. Um I, I'm fine with taking Tiger at this value versus some of the other guys. Who would have thought a year later after winning the Masters, Tiger would go in the seventh round of the fantasy golf draft, Mr. Feinberg? It's your pick, by the way. Yes, it is. So I'm going to take Shane Lowry. And I was worried about the starts. And after looking at his schedule over the last couple years, it seems like I'm not going to see him until Mexico. But then I'm going to see a lot of him. And he's in all the big events. So he's number 35 in the world rankings. I'm curious to know where he falls to once his open comes off. Because we saw with Molinari, he's outside of the top 100 now. Yeah. Once that major goes away, where does he fall to? Like, wh- That's a fair question, but um, I don't know. Even taking so- a good point Sky made, I mean, obviously Tiger has some built-in odds. I didn't think to just go uh, take a peek at major outright odds and just to see that, you know, in, in the, some of the bigger field majors. And, you know, maybe that being a, um, a decent ranking um, to see who could be left and. Yeah, I don't know. He's still in the big events. As I said, I looked at the schedule last couple years. After Mexico, his intention really is to be an American, um, a, a PGA player, play the majors, go overseas for the BMW Championship, and and a, maybe a co- another thing or two. But that's the pick. With the last pick of the seventh round and the first pick of the eighth round from rickrungood.com from CBS Sports and like everywhere imaginable now. He's taken my place as most visible person in the betting golf world, Rick Gaiman. So far you have Webb Simpson, Xander Shoffley, Harris English, Will Zalatoris, Doc Redmond, and Jordan Spieth. Can I Gary? Can I just write in Lonto right now? Is that what I'm doing? <laughs> no, I'm going to round out my team without Lonto. I'm um, going to try a different strategy th- this year. As much as I love him, I'll have him in every DFS lineup. I'll bet him every single week. Uh, but I'm going to go with Mackenzie Hughes, which is against the grain, right? I don't love the short game specialist, but he he pops a lot, right? Second at Honda, third at Travelers, top tens at the BMW and the Memorial. Like he he played well after the Honda last year. And then I'm going to go with a guy who is going to play all the WGCs, uh, got himself into the Masters, won twice on the European Tour in back-to-back weeks, 
Christian Bezaden, who heading into 2021, really good official world golf rankings, uh, standings at the moment playing well. I think he keeps it rolling. Sky, I want to get your take on Cbez here for a second. I feel like his game isn't made for the PGA tour. It's made for the European tour. He's one of those guys. Yeah. I mean, his short game is electric. Like you watched him in those South Africa events that he went back to back in and they were weak fields and he was just, you know, twice the professional that any of those guys were even for Telly was matched up against him in the final group. And he dusted him on that Sunday. So, um, I mean, his approach game showed flashes a lot better than I thought it would, um, when he played in a few PGA tour events, but that's where he's got to get, he's not good off the tee. You're going to have to get him at, you know, some sort of shorter test of around the green to really contend, but he's shown upside. I don't, want to besmirch him in any way i think he did in two weeks enough to get himself onto the president's cup team president's cup team that's right that being said he won back-to-back weeks on the same venue right they had like two sister courses there in his homeland again i saw insane putting i don't know i'm still questioning what i think the outlook there is for him i don't know I, i just worry about his and we've seen guys who aren't good drivers of the ball win on the PGA Tour. So I think he would have to play more like the Valspars, like those sort of events to really pile up a bunch here. But it's going to be hard when you play with all the big boys, Rick. And like you got to go like toe-to-toe with Bryson off the tee. I know that's a disadvantage for a lot of people, but just someone who doesn't drive the ball well at all. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll figure it out. I don't know. Yeah, this is a this is kind of a, a a little prayer that he that he starts to figure the game out. He starts to round it into form. But I mean, he had decent finishes. He was top twenty five at a WGC event last year. Top twenty five at the Memorial. He can find ways, and he's going to play everything right. I think we're going to get a much larger PGA Tour American centric schedule from him this year uh, than we've seen in the past. And and maybe those two victories are just the the confidence that he needs heading into a, a new calendar year. Jeff Feinberg, you have one pick remaining. So I'm. This is it. This is it for me. I'm gonna pick someone who I picked last year. Um, last year I picked this player because he was announced at, sort of with Matthew Fitzpatrick that they were gonna be full scheduled uh, PGA Tour golfers. Uh, like most Europeans, the schedule got off to a late start and then a COVID. So it's really hard to know what to make of the PGA Tour schedule. But I love him. I think he's nails. There's probably someone better. But I'm picking Matt Wallace. He's a guy I want to cheer for, so that's who I'll put on the last pick. Nice Scott pick. Wallace, nice pick. From the from the gallery here, you're getting all all the love. Yeah, I like I like it. I know. I, I think he's ranked 49th in the world. Is that like a hard lock for the Masters now, or do yeah. I need to wait on another? I, I believe Sky. You would probably know this better because you pay attention to things. That locks him in, right? Yeah, he, he's in Great. now. He just snuck in. Ricky was out, and Wallace got in. Good. There. Done. And it saves you money from betting on Ricky, too. Sure. (laughs) So, Sky, you're up. You have one pick left. Yeah, I'm debating a a little bit between. I think we're all maybe falling into this category of of guys that we want to see more on the PGA Tour in this last round who play a little bit of a, a different schedule. I think one that falls into that category that played so well in majors that showed in WGCs that has what I would prefer the type of game um, also out of the country of South Africa. Um, I will take Eric Van Royen on my last pick. E V R. Remember that week? Everyone bet Minnesota. EVR? Cause he's a gopher. <laughs> and that number got crushed. It was not a good week. I remember he put two in the middle of the drink in the first round. It was like, Oh boy, here we go. Poor, nice high side or nice high, high cuff pants though. No one wears a Absolutely. set of fancy joggers quite like EVR. Who won Minnesota? Like Herman? Uh, Michael Thompson, Thompson yeah. won. <laughs> Fun times. Uh, Wiley, that's your pick then, Michael Thompson? <laughs> uh, no. Wiley's got to make the pick here. Uh, you know where I'm going. 27 events last year. Top 15 in money list. He's 13th. Don't 16th. Do I'm doing it. He's a machine, Lonto. He does everything well. Uh, he's got a great short game. He's a winner on tour. I, that's a – come on. I know I've been touting all my picks, but that's a steal in round eight. 
I like it. I like it. It's yeah. hard to bet against Lonto yeah. at this point. He's been excellent. He's trending up. He I know Ulrich better. wanted him. He could be yeah, better no, than a lot of the younger players. I had to steal him from Ulrich. Sorry. I like Lonto. But what are you doing now, Jeff? You only have one pick left. All right. I got some names here. <laughs> They're a little <laughs> wild, but uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to take him, Pat. Sorry, buddy, but I'm going to go see Woo Kim. <laughs> we can't see your face. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't see what you're doing. But I assume you're mad. But. I'm not happy about it. That 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 alleviates the pressure off me to take him. You know, Ryan Palmer's ranked inside the top thirty. Yeah, in the I don't care. He's, he, he's the highest ranked player. Um, it was him or Victor Perez. I saw are the highest world ranked players that are currently undrafted. So uh, only Ben and I have picks left. I don't think uh, I have one guy who I really do want to take. So what should I do here, Jeff? Should I do the, the smart thing and take a Ryan Palmer, who's going to be in all of these tournaments, or do I roll the dice on someone I just want to root for? Who I think could be a next up and comer. He could be off tour in a year, for all I know. I uh, honestly, I had no interest in having Ryan Palmer on my team, despite his place in the big event, and despite that he's probably going to finish like third place at those events. He's guaranteed yeah, to like play the well Sony in, Open, or like and... in Texas, or or something, or like he gets to be John Rom's partner at the Zurich. I don't think that one counts oh. in purposes of this. I can't remember though. I could take Grio and just like oh, really, really make Ben oh. mad. <laughs> <laughs> who I assume is going to be his last pick. But I'm going to go digging deep. I don't know where this guy is in the world rankings. I assume like 350th or something like that. I just think that he's good, and I've bet on him a few times so far. I'm taking Justin Suh. I think he's going to have a good year. Of all those young guys, I'll just reach on one in the very last round for me. Raza, it's to you. Yeah, I mean, if, if you would have taken Grio, I would have just taken Aaron Wise, so it would have been fine. Uh, <laughs> I was take but I will take Grio because that's what I do. He makes cuts. He's actually been playing pretty okay lately. Um, you know, it's a perfect, perfect round out for my potentially egregious team. He can captain them and play in the events that all my real guys uh, wouldn't be seen at. Hey, you might get Puerto Rico out of this. You might get the Barracuda out of this. You, there we go. Well, well, Wiley, you're in the area for the Barbasol. Is that back on the schedule this year? Uh, I think, well, Barbasol pulled out uh, last year. We hope to have it here next year in July. Uh, COVID dictates everything, but that's the, that is the plan. Yes. Can't you just sell this to DraftKings and make it the DraftKings open and they can do DraftKings scoring for the pricing? That was the plan two years ago. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk. Maybe we should talk to Ethan. That would be great. Right. The first DraftKings tournament. It'd be awesome. Remember we were, we were talking about this stuff two years ago back when, you know, fantasy was kind of a no, no on tour. Um, but hell yeah, that'd be great. Maybe I'll invite everyone down. Yeah. Invite all of my paid subscribers down. Yeah, all your parlor subscribers. <laughs> it's, it's, wait, is there a parlor account with my name on it? Yeah, it's Matt Wiley, American flag. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's where you get the good, the good content. So let's recap some of these teams. Ben, we'll start with you since you had the first overall pick. You got Rom, Cantley, Finau, Scott, Billy Ho. Rose, Leishman, and Emiliano Grillo. Who are you sad you missed out on here? Did I, I, I? Of course, I didn't steal anyone good from you, but anywhere along the line you thought someone would drop to you? No, I mean, the guys I'm, I'm sad I missed out on didn't even get picked, so that just shows what an idiot I am. I could have had them. <laughs> uh, obviously, in a perfect world, I would have got, like, Neiman and, and Fowler and guys like that but realistically where I was Rick talked about this earlier when you're on the swing it's just a little different mindset because you know if you don't take them now you're either gonna reach or you're not gonna have the opportunity I played with my heart on this one taking Justin Thomas uh, he was my first pick so I went JT Imberger Bubba Connors Woodland Munoz and so but I just feel like JT and Im are such practical picks for something like this that I don't even like rooting for Justin Thomas. He feels like the biggest like non-entity on tour. He's just like an empty vessel that goes out and win. He's a lot like Dustin Johnson in that way. Obviously a different game. But if Dustin wins the Masters, you see like a little bit of emotion come out of him, and that's it. I like Justin Thomas. He seems like a nice enough guy, but he's not someone that I'm like, got to root for Justin Thomas this week. I, I, I'm a big Justin Thomas fan. Like, Does he have a huge fan club? No, yeah, he seems like a boring superstar. Yeah. He's sort of the... 
I mean, Wiley, you do a ton of marketing stuff. I'm sure that's what your parlor tips are all about. Um, Is JT good for golf or bad for golf? Justin Thomas? Yeah. Justin Thomas is incredible for golf. How could he not be? Because no one knows who he is, despite the fact that he's won 20 times on tour. Oh, I I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I think I think that uh, I think that there's still a little overshadowing by the mantle of golf in Tiger Woods, but I think that I think that you know JT has what twenty solid more years of golf. I mean, his ascension to the mantle. I mean, because DJ is a lot older than him too. His ascension to the mantle, I think, with Rom and Rory, I think it's plus he's such a solid person. Plus he's from Kentucky. Plus, they're all overshadowed by like Bryson, just because Bryson looks big and is galva- taking so much of the air that isn't for Tiger. I think when people are willing to talk golf, that, that's what I'm talking about. Like your casual people who aren't watching this show, put it that way. So people who love well, golf, love Justin Thomas, he's good. But like Bryson, really, and I would feel that Rom would be after that because Rom like melts down on the course. People people see that they have a reaction to it. There is no reaction to Justin Thomas whatsoever. Well, I think I think to be a good marketer of yourself, I mean, if you think of the most uh, the best marketed people in sports, think of like Conor McGregor. Um, you have to have a little bit of but a, a little bit of a pathology. I mean, I don't want to say narcissistic, but I just don't see those screws in DJ, uh, even Rory or JT Bryson. You know, he's just uh, he's just himself, and I think that it presents a pretty good vehicle for marketing, whether intentional or not. And I think that's why DraftKings glommed on him. And I don't, I just don't think golfers have generally that mentality, right? I think they're more reserved and introspective. And uh, so, but no, I think Jesus, I think he's a star. I, I think he's a star 100%. too, but he's a, he's an athletic star in terms of he's huge within the sport, but it doesn't seem like he'll ever crack anything beyond that. I don't know. If you see his Instagram account, he's pretty he's pretty popular. Whose rookie card would you rather have, though? Bryson's or JT's? I'd rather have Bryson's. Uh, I didn't even have Bryson on my list of players. <laughs> really? Yeah, I just just I mean, listen, it's a great it's a good pick. Obviously, I'm just I'm just joking, but uh, I don't know. I, I the the Masters for me and Bryson when everyone except expected him to you know destroy Augusta was a little bit telling in terms of how the light and the pressure and the pressure he puts on himself in big moments like that when you're expected to bend by 20 could affect his game. And I don't know if that'll have material effects going into next year, but I mean, when he started talking about his dizziness, his sickness, I thought, you know, I I think that the expectations for Bryson and himself are just so high that like Rory too. I mean, I think that weight, I don't know if it'll carry into next year. I'm just saying. Well, Rick, you work with, you know, you, you do stuff with CBS and like the First Cut podcast that I feel like that's a bit of a more mainstream audience. And you're talking to people who are more within like the like the CBS golf crowd, obviously, my, my dad type of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's a bit different than the gambling space necessarily or the fantasy space for that matter. Like, what do you get as a read of like who the biggest players are? Yeah, we, we definitely, and even some of the DFS and betting stuff that we do, it's definitely catered a bit differently because we're, we're trying to do an education process. We're trying to introduce a lot of people to, uh, you know, this world of golf DFS or, or gambling that, you know, the tour didn't even want to acknowledge, you know, 18 months ago, uh, Bryson moves the needle in the biggest way, right? I mean, it's, it's tiger, obviously Bryson moves it, whether you like him or not, Patrick Reed moves it again, whether you like it or not, you've got a hero villain, uh, story to tell, uh, which is, I think what a lot of people want that the Justin Thomas, I, I'm probably with you on Pat great for the game you know on the cover of pga tour 2k21 like in the world of golf he's awesome but he doesn't really transcend the sport in ways that i mean even i think bryson's actually getting there too right he's got uh he's got this story of this transformation it's just it's just different with him and 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 i think the needle moves different is there a justin thomas commercial like that's his it probably like TurboTax. <laughs> you know, for a yeah, guy think, that's accomplished I, what he's accomplished, uh, no, right? I think Callaway that Titleist, I think, like there's eight players in those commercials. He's not sort of put above them, like his game is above them. I think I think that it's very tough in this day and age to fight for fight for supremacy and attention in the content space because there's so much content 
and so many uh, means of distribution of content and Bryson being so out there. Um, I think that he's done a good job, whether intentionally or not, at becoming something that people want to see. It's just like, I want to, it's like Patrick Reed. You just, you kind of just want to see what happens next. I think Jordan Spieth is a good example as a comparison to Justin Thomas. What, what they are for brands are very, 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 it's like a Justin Rose, very, very, very safe ambassador for the game. And they will, they will still bring attention. They'll still get, win a ton of tournaments. They'll still be, you know, like you don't, you don't remember many Jordan Spieth ads. I could be, I could be missing some, but he makes a trillion dollars. Right. And I think, I think, I think Justin Thomas is in the same book. I think they were Safe. put there in two very different places. Like totally. Spieth came out right away. He was sort of like, well, this is a golden child. He was like, even sold as like four boys. Like his clothing is for young boys. He's kind of so um, Matthew Fitzpatrick? like a Ricky who won kind of without, with less colors was sort of how um, Spieth was marketed. It felt in, in many ways. Sky, is there anyone on the European tour that you can see who's like 24 and under who has like a real personality? Like, I know Poulter's not big in North America, but like he's an actual guy that draws attention to himself as sort of a villain type character. Is there like a new like Bond villain type of European player that Americans will hate? Hmm, that they would hate. Um, or like- I mean, Jeff took him, but Jeff took him in his, his pick in the last, I think it was the last round or one of them. He's actually a guy that I can't stand. Um, I, I don't root for him because he's got a bad history of like kicking off a, a caddy like every two or three weeks. Yeah. Wallace is just ruthless. Um, so, and he also is a winner. He didn't play as great in 2020, but 2019, you put him up against anybody in the final group and he was stepping on your throat. So Wallace would probably be the one that fits that mantra of anybody who we're going to see in Ryder Cups. All right. Jeff Ulrich, your team, Bryson, Wolf, Scheffler, answer, champ, Louie, the new Dustin Johnson, Russell Henley, and see, woo, Kim, I'm still very upset about that. How would you rate yourself? I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's better than last year, I feel like. The top end has, like, way more ability to to, to get some wins and, and go on some insane rolls. So uh, I got suckered into Louie again. You know, Henley, whatever. I mean, I, I still think that's actually a really solid pick. Uh, I'm actually pretty happy with it, to be honest. Um, it, again, it, I had a low bar to work off of, but yeah, the Bryson pick, I mean, you know, it is going to be interesting. I took him over Dustin Johnson. I, I'm actually more interested to see, I think Matt, it makes some good points about Bryson. He's very combustible. It's either going to be all on, you know, Bryson ends the season as the number one player in the world, or like we're sitting here being like, wow, <laughs> Bryson is like terrible again. So I, I, I get that's a, that's going to be a boomer bust pick, but uh, I just think Bryson, uh, he's going to do what it takes until he's number one in the world. Like, I, I just feel like he will do what it takes. I think these other guys, they're fine winning some money. You know, DJ's got his big tournament. And I'm not saying they're not going to win, but Bryson is not going to stop until he gets there. And maybe he will blow up getting there, but I, I'm fine betting on that. Like I said, I had him ranked in my top three solidly. I probably would take him over JT. So, Wiley, you took DJ with your first pick at number four after he fell to you. So you got DJ Brooks, Hideki, and Fowler, Cam Smith, Fratelli, Ben Ahn, and Lonto. If DJ had went, who were you going to take at number four? That was the question, right? Uh, probably Rory. Matt, Sabatini. Um, Sabatini, yes. What do you take Norin? Uh, I didn't take Norin. I should have taken that for the, for the content. But I think, I think it would have been Rory. Honestly, because I think there's a drop off after those four guys. Um, did you ask me if I like my team? I do. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do. I think I think I was I think it would get an A plus, but I was grifted out of Jason Day uh, and Paul Casey. But I think I think me and Jeff have the same mentality that I, like my players can be extremely frustrated. I mean, I've Hideki and Fowler and Ben on. I mean, it's going to be a very Talk about combustible year was sweating those three guys. Brooks, you know, injuries could pop up. DJ, I think, is obviously the safest pick. But yeah, I think overall, to answer your question, you didn't ask. I did great. All right. Skyler, Rory McElroy, Big Dick Vic Hovland, Tyrrell Hatton, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Kokrak, Kisner, Tiger, and EVR. You might not get a ton of starts out of these guys. 
Yeah, I mean, that is the the gamble that you get with, I think, the talent that fell. I mean, we say that, and then to look back on how many events Hatton ended up playing, Fitzy played a, a decent amount, too. Um, got to mix in a couple of PGA Tour guys there towards the end that tee it up at shorter odds in some of the worst events. But you're going to need uh, Rory to come back to 2019 Rory, which you're betting on the bounce back i think getting him at five uh was nice and then i just fell in love with hatton in the third round there jeffrey morikawa reed fleetwood neiman that's the one that i'm pissed off about i didn't think anyone was i i thought that he was forgotten about instead i ended up taking bubble watson no i think once scheffler went you should have had to be pretty keen that neiman had to go pretty why well, well scheffler went after i had picked so i was waiting for him yeah. to come back that, that kind of triggered it in my mind i guess then you go casey day lowry and wallace you pick like three olds right in a row although mm-hmm. i always think the chain lowry's old and he's like 33 he just looks old listen it's gonna need to be a team effort i wish i got it i wish i had this same team but i had one pick earlier with like Rory as my captain instead of Morikawa, then I would feel really good about the team. I don't, I really am, um, there's a couple of us, I guess just two of us, me and Rick, that I, in my opinion, really are missing a tier, tier one golfer. Because to me, there's five of them. Well, Richard Gaiman, uh, rickrungood.com, Webb Simpson was your first pick, then Xander, English, Will Zalatoris, Doc Redmond, Jordan Spieth, Mac Hughes, and C. I was considering, like, I, depending on where I was picking, I think with number five, I would have taken Webb over Rory in this circumstance. I wish you had I'm, number five. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to have him at seven at the turn there. I agree with Jeff. I, I still don't know if I have an anchor. I don't know if Jeff has an anchor like some of the other guys do, but I'm happy with Webb. I think he I think he plays a lot. And then, you know, for my for my first five picks, I'm 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 pretty good with, especially I mean, there were some guys going away from me that I would have loved. Uh, Matthew Wolf, I would have loved Sung J M, I would have loved Victor Hovland, but I felt like if I would have taken them when it was my turn. It would have been a, a significant reach, and I knew they were never going to get back to me. So it's kind of an awkward position. And then, you know, the Spieth stuff and, and Hughes and Bezadenhut at the bottom. I mean, if, if Spieth doesn't win again this year, what, what's that, four and a half years without a win? Like, is that really going to happen? I don't know. Um, so that's bottom. He's, uh, in my opinion, bottomed out for, for acquisition at this point. Well, yeah, I mean, him, Fowler, and Hideki, I guess, would be the three biggest rebound guys, wouldn't it? that sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, looking at some of these teams, I think there were like Ulrich's first four picks. I love, right. I think the wheels fell off a little bit. Sorry, Jeff, (laughs) after that, but I love, like, I love the first four picks. Wiley's started strong. I think he kind of finished strong. The middle was a little hairy for me, but like, there's some, there's some really solid teams out here. And, and I don't know if there is a clear favorite. Legitimately, nobody brings criticism better than Rick. I absolutely love it. Yeah. He, he, he just puts you down right to your face in the nicest possible way. Watch yeah, in the nicest way. Just, we just want, I mean, we know how this is going to turn out. It's going to be like super competitive all year. And then like Billy Horschel is going to win the FedEx cup and Ross is going to win. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. I, I think we should do a head to head friendly against Rick. <laughs> any amount <laughs> let's, do, let's do 25 grand right now <laughs> so once again uh, well, I guess we'll all put up 100 bucks and uh, winner take all for their favorite charity does that sound good to everyone? let's do it sure perfect I'm gonna win I'm the Wario of this event. I'm going to win, Jeff. I want to thank everyone, um, all you guys, for tuning into the show. I want to thank everyone who's on the line and devoted their time to this. Once again, subscribe to everyone's podcast and follow everyone on Twitter who's been part of this show. I'll dump everything into the description of this video and podcast. Smash the like on the way out and tell me your favorite player who wasn't picked in the comment section. Become a member of FantasyNational.com right now. FantasyNational.com slash mail. Get you a discount. You're going to probably going to want to have that at your disposal if you're betting or playing on DraftKings or in the Fantasy Golf Championships giant one-and-done tournament, $300,000 guaranteed. The spots are going to fill very quickly. So go to FantasyGolfChampionship.com right now. Get one entry, two entries, three entries, four entries, five entries. Ah, ah, ah. And get in. That's the most you can have. It's five. Uh, $30,000 in first place. Like I said, $300,000 guaranteed. These spots are going to go very quickly. So get in right now. Okay? 
Thank you all for watching. Have a great holiday season. I hope it was great. We'll talk to you in the new year coming back with some picks, all right? Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.